0: Austin Found is sponsored by the LBJ Presidential Library. Listen to the library's new podcast With the Bark Off, conversations from the LBJ Presidential Library. Candid and revealing episodes will be added each week. Subscribe for free in your preferred podcast app. Literally, an institution in this town of digging up old photos, old stories, collections, everything you can imagine under the sun about this great city. Greasy spoons, dives, old clubs. If you love this city, you're going
1: to love it even more. Real people, real stories, real places. This
0: is the Austin Found Podcast. Welcome back to the show. We appreciate you tuning in. I'm J.B. Hager, I'm Michael Barnes. This might be one of the most interesting people you ever met, I think, that you we're about to tell you about.
1: An unforgettable person. Okay. Uh, I- she is one of those people who you you hear her voice and you automatically start listening to her.
0: Yeah, we've talked quite a bit on this podcast about places and things and moments in time, but this is specifically about a person, Denise Schmont bassarat Denise Schmont bassarat uh, uh, She is... An
1: expert in art and archaeology and she was at the University of Texas for a long time and did you take her class I took her class in Egyptology of all things
0: Egyptology yeah. how does
1: one end up in an Egyptology class well because <laughs> I come from that post hippie age where you took any class that looked interesting and it still was <laughs> affordable you could do it right art history was one of my uh, minors my major was uh, theater history and criticism So uh, Egyptology just sounded interesting she was fantastic
0: and and we'll come back to her but this this opens the door for me to say that I took your class That's right. at the University of Texas which you denied when I told you
1: well I've become I have started to to try to remember your face in the crowd of 500 and so.
0: I ran into Michael Barnes somewhere years ago and I said I hey, I took your class in college and you were like no you didn't <laughs> I didn't teach a class there. And I said, Yes, you did. It was a history of theater class. Yeah. And then you dug deeper, deeper. I said, Oh, I think it was around nineteen eighty nine and you said, I did fill in for one semester mm-hmm. and taught that class. I go, That yeah, was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my point is you took this woman's class and she must have really stuck in your mind for a long time she to did. want to revisit.
1: She did this. and I wanted you know, I wanted to see her again and then she just showed up at believe it or not, the first signing at Book People of Indelible Austin. Oh, you're kidding. She just showed up, she was right before I was beginning to speak, and she sits down in the front row, there's one empty seat, and she's this rather uh, diminutive woman with a real kind of Coco Chanel look, and I said, oh my goodness. Look who's here. Because there were a lot of literary celebrities for Austin mm-hmm. in the room. And I said, the woman who discovered the origins of writing. <laughs> yeah. We're going re- to
0: repeat that. <laughs> she because... <laughs>
1: discovered the
0: origins of writing. Of writing. Like when it made this transition from just pictures to actually writing, correct? Well, it didn't evolve out of pictographs, but they
1: did have pictures at the time. Yeah. But it, it evolved out of counting. You know, I got a laugh when I said that. Here she is. And she she turned around to the crowd and she went, yes, I get that all the time. <laughs> you know, I am at a party and people just laugh. Because <laughs> they don't believe her. She's a French woman. A French woman. Very charming French woman. She grew up somewhat privileged. Went to boarding school. She ended up trying to learn German in Bonn, Germany. And that's where she met her husband. And he became very, very active in, in the university world and eventually ended up at the LBJ, one of the first hires at the LBJ <laughs> School of Public Affairs and she came along with. In the meantime, she had taken uh, all these fantastic art courses and art history courses, first in Paris and then later in Boston and Cambridge. She needed a research subject. This famous expert in ancient clay said, You got to go where the clay is. You can't just read about it in the <laughs> right. book. So she went to all these museums in the Middle East and she was looking at these little bits of clay that were always found in groupings, little chits of clay, like the little chits you get in Trivial Pursuits. And
0: she wondered, What were they for? These were artifacts that were everywhere that, that no one else was paying attention. To. None, no one else. And was. she's the only one. And as you described it, she probably because of her female brain. Well, that's what she right? said. Which, yeah, that's. I time. wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't go so far, but
0: she <laughs> said that. But a woman's gonna might look at something differently than the way the men. I, I think that's fair enough to say. Is is that the men were looking for the glory,
1: mm-hmm. so they weren't paying attention to small things. To small things, uh-huh. and she meticulously cataloged tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of these little chits and began and measured them and tried to figure out what they were for and especially what they were found with in digs. And then she finally figured it out. They were used as tokens for counting things, Mm -hmm. numbers of cattle, you know, jars of grain, whatever. What what is the time frame of, of these artifacts? She's not going to like the fact that I'm not going to be able to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think so it was we're talking like... about the ancient Near East. So mm,
0: let's say 6,000 years ago, maybe. Okay.
1: <laughs> Boy, she is not going to
0: like this. Uh, Denise, are you listening? <laughs> Austin Found is brought to you by the LBJ Presidential Library. More info at lbjlibrary.org. Anyway it's
1: the early age of agriculture and of cities they needed to keep track of things because they traded them and the little chits eventually you had a lot of them you need to put them into something and not a purse but a jar mm-hmm. and then the little marks on the outside because the chits were in different shape they were like uh, round or triangular or whatever. They'd make little marks on the outside of the jar so you know what was inside on the wet clay. So you could read the outside of the jar or pot. It would tell you what was being counted. And those are the origins of cuneiform, Mm -hmm. uh, which was the form of writing that the Sumerians used. And then eventually it was used along with names, in funerary art, and say that three times, funerary <laughs> art. And then, with eventually a verb, X does
0: Y. You, X, I, you do a great job of explaining it, Indelible Austin, but I need to hear it firsthand. Because there was there was a reason for writing the names on bowls. Mm-hmm. They, would, they would put their surnames on there. Right. Right?
1: right. Well, one of the reasons, too that they had them is in, in the funeral art, I'm not going to say funerary over and over again, is that the person's name was very important to them. If their name after they died was forgotten, then they disappeared forever. So what the relatives would do would be go out on special days and proclaim the name. Well, eventually... Like literally say it out loud, Say it out right? loud. Well, eventually the funeral that were used to remember the memorials mm-hmm. would have the name on it so that it's always said because it's right there. So you didn't have to go out on and say the name over and over again of your dead ancestor.
0: And then she also figured out that they were starting to string more things to it. Like you said, adding a verb after the right, name. And what becoming, kind of things were they adding? Well, they would add uh, the
1: name of the person. And it was an important person. Not everybody got one of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name, then the son of so-and-so, then a profession. And then all of that is phonetic at first. And then the, the first time that the first verb was give, X gives Y to Z, it was written always on the left shoulders of the image of the dead king or whatever. Hmm. And eventually, not only did writing, art becomes the first place where writing happens, these images of dead kings. But then later it changes art because art at that time, everything was, you know, you just saw people from the front. You know just looking out into the void and then eventually they started having figures in in the art and the carvings face each other and then there would be words mm. so that you have a little scene and a narrative story a story, yeah. a story. Yeah. and so she discovered all
0: this yeah <laughs> Denise Schmont Besserat the book one of her but maybe she's written more but uh, yeah, so. how writing came about yeah. Was named by American Scientist Magazine as one of the one hundred books that shaped science yeah. for that for the twentieth century.
1: And this is an Austenite that nobody knows. She flies so far under the radar. Yeah. She could go out to a restaurant not a person would turn their head. They would have no idea they were seeing somebody who had made that important a discovery.
0: One of the things I found interesting about her, and I I think you guys got to touch on it, it had to be very interesting at the time that she went to Germany. Think about it. French woman. This Mm -hmm. is not long after the war. Going to Germany. Marrying a German man. Mm -hmm. And then they did, like you said, move back to Paris. But that had to be, at the Mm -hmm. time, a little...
1: Oh, it was. It was out there. I mean, she's a plucky woman. You know, Uh, her parents told her they had to wait for two years. She has a a, a kind of a pizzazz that uh, I think of as being very European. It may not be. But she definitely always looked at life and said, I'm going to do that Hmm. and did it. She's traveled to every country, practically, and especially in Asia. Every time there's a war, she, she was like, well, gosh, I can't go back to Kazakhstan this year or whatever, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Lady, you're eighty something. You know? <laughs> this is something you need to be doing, and it is. It is yeah. something she needs to be doing because she's such a fabulous personality. See, that,
0: that's what's great about these stories. You might be sitting in a cafe or something here in Austin, and one of the greatest scientists ever could be sitting there <laughs> next to you. And you have one of the no most idea, influential. <laughs> right? It's, right? That's that's yeah. amazing and an amazing Austinite. She's still with us. Yes, she yeah. is. Very cool. Denise Schmont-Besserat. Thanks for tuning in to Austin Found. We really appreciate it. Pass it on to your friends. Get in
1: touch with us and tell us who you'd like to have on the show as a guest because we started, we wanted to have guests beginning in Guess What? March,
0: March of twenty. We kicked <laughs> and this we've off. We've been locked mid, down ever since. Mid March of twenty twenty. So when, we haven't
1: had our first guest yet, I and mean, we're going right. to have a lot of them. We interesting will. people.
0: We will. Yeah, suggestions for future guests when when things return to normal. Yeah, would, so, would be great. Just iconic Austinites. It doesn't. They don't have to be, you know, somebody that did something of that caliber. Just when you think of iconic Austin, who do you think of? Yeah,
1: we'll have them on the show. Contact me at
0: mbarnes, B-A-R-N-E-S, at statesman.com. Or j. Hager, H-A-G-E-R, at statesman.com. If you are a history buff and you want to expand a little out of Austin, just mm-hmm. to the rest of the big state of Texas, uh, you can subscribe to the Think Texas newsletter. The Think Texas newsletter
1: is a free, weekly, digital newsletter, and it has about 25 different things in it every week. You've got you to gotta check that Think out Think Texas. Well. Yeah.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Austin Found, and we'll catch you next show. Bye.